0: What If World is supported by our sponsors, and by listeners like you, on Patreon. What if kittens played the glockenspiel? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to world. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we are going to answer three questions. You might notice that all three of these questions involve flying creatures. As you can imagine, we do get a lot of questions about flying creatures. So if you sent in a question, but it's not one of the three that got answered today, believe me, I got it, I heard it, I thank you for it, and you helped to inspire this story. Let's listen to our first one.
1: My name is Ezra. I am six years old. My favorite thing is going to the beach. What, what if I could fly over traffic?
0: Oh, I love going to the beach too. And is it Ezra? am I saying that right? I'm sorry if I misheard your name, but I think flying over traffic is a really cool idea. Next, we have a question from Lola.
1: Monsters, And my one if question is, um, what if
0: octopuses could fly and birds could walk and talk? What's your name? Lola. Goodbye. That is a really good one. You know, we've had plenty of squid monsters, but never an octopus character. And finally, one more question from Carmen.
1: My name is Carmen, I'm four years old i here and my question is: if
0: T-Rexes fly? Thank you. Thank you, Carmen. I am so glad that flying T-Rexes aren't real, but I think we could have some fun with one in What If World. But before we get to our story, I have a big thank you to Owen and Jacob, two of our newest patrons. They wanted to hear from the narrator himself. That's me. So, Owen, I used to know a boy named Owen. He was my first gymnastic student. And I'm still friends with his family back in New York. And Jacob, well, I went to a school called Jacob's School. You didn't happen to own an elementary school in 1992, did you, Jacob? Well, thank you, Owen and Jacob, for helping to keep this podcast going. Now, let's find out what if octopuses could fly and birds could walk and talk. What if I could fly over traffic and what if T-Rexes could fly? Oh, my. You might have noticed the last couple weeks, we did episodes set in the past. And I'll tell you why. Because What If World has been having a heat wave like you wouldn't believe. Mostly all the characters just stayed inside all day trying to keep cool. But finally, they'd all about had enough. And so, about half of What If World had the same great idea at the same time. Let's go to the, Let's the, beach. Go to the beach. Let's go to the beach. Let's go to the beach. Let's go to the beach. So just about everyone you can think of Hopped on the Y-Way And drove to Sandtucket Beach
2: Could you drive any faster?
0: Asked Cuthuncle He'd finally gotten back to What If World And was visiting his nephew Scully "'and his foster mother, Squiderella.' "'We can't all just fly over traffic like you,' responded Squidderella, "'curling her tentacle grumpily around the steering wheel.
1: "'But, Squidderella, I promised I'd meet my friend Locktofly at the beach.' "'Well,
0: if she's anywhere on the Y-Way, she's stuck in this same traffic.' As it turns out, Loctofly was on the same Y-Way. She was sitting on the shoulders of her big friend, Q-Rex. Since he'd finally turned old enough to be considered a vehicle, Loctofly was a young lady octopus, who, in addition to all her amazing octopus powers, was able to fly, too. But she wasn't flying now. She was just laying over Q-Rex's back in this incessant heat. Her camouflage the same color as Q-Rex's skin. You could barely even see her.
2: Q-Rex, can you see what's causing the traffic? Asked
0: Loctofly. Hey, listen, it's my first time driving, so I'm just trying to play by them rules. But you could just walk over half of these cars. Rules are important, y'all, said Q-Rex. He was clearly a little nervous about being on the road for the first time without his dad's help. Cars were stalled as far as Q-Rex could see. Even the tiny creature slash electric car lane was finally slowing down as a little red bird drove by before coming to a complete stop. What's the hold up, Carmen Cardinal? asked Patchy Parrot. "'Well, I don't know. It's got to be something serious, though. "'Too bad I really wanted to spend a lot of time on the beach,' said Carmen Cardinal. "'Why don't we just fly?' asked Patchy Parrot. Well, that wouldn't be fair to all these people who are waiting. Didn't you see we just drove by Kathunkel? What does Cthuncle have to do with any of this? You know he's just going to fly over all these cars and take over the whole beach. Oh, I sure hope not. And as traffic inched forward at a crawl, Qrex tiptoed by Carmen's little red car, Loctofly still lounging lazily on his back. Oh, Q-Rex, why don't we just fly there? Because I don't want to break the rules. But didn't you see us? drive by those birds. Any second one of them's gonna fly ahead, and then the birds will have the beach all to themselves. Nah, nah, they wouldn't do that to Q-Rex. Oh, it won't matter if just one or two of us break the rules. Hmm. And as everyone continued to squeeze themselves down the Y-Way, car slid by slimily. Scully looked up from the car at Q-Rex's back, but he couldn't see Loctafly because of her T-Rex-colored camouflage.
2: Squidrella,
1: uh, Squiderella, fly must have already flown ahead. It doesn't matter. We can't fly anyway.
2: Well, I could, of course, squirt you with magic flying ink. It wouldn't last forever, but you'd all be able to fly for the day, offered Cuthuncle.
1: Uh, Mom, can we please? Can we please? Why is it that you only call me Mom when you want something? Oh, sorry, Mamarella. Oh, I kind of like Mamarella. Maybe when the adoption papers finally go through, you could call me Ink Blast. No,
0: I was going to say... <laughs> Burst out with ink in every direction. Their windows had been open to make room for all their tentacles. So of course the ink got everywhere over the birds over the dinosaurs Over the cars, trucks, motorcycles, mopeds, and even the low-flying hover vehicles. Uh that's
2: a lot of ink. All right, let's
0: fly. Yay! Said Scully, floating out the side window, until... (laughs) One of Squiderella's tentacles reached out and grabbed
1: him. Scully, you can't just break the rules when it's convenient.
2: But it will be so very convenient, for us in particular,
0: said Cuthuncle. And he was flying out of the car, too. And Squiderella, well, she'd never flown before, so she just couldn't stop herself. Uh,
2: Cuthuncle. Don't worry, I've got you. Now, if just the three of us head on ahead, there's less traffic for everyone else. A win for every
0: win. But just then, all the cars started rising up in the air. And all the flying creatures started flying. And even Q-Rex was walking on the sky. I'm not
2: afraid of this at all. Like to fly, just like hold my little claw paw for no reason, okay?
0: Okay, Q-Rex. And Loctofly led the nervous Q-Rex ahead.
1: Oh, hey, there you are, Loctofly. (laughs) I guess we all had the same idea,
0: said Scully. And (laughs) the Y-Way itself started rising into the sky. Bits of earth, pavement, and squid ink showering down from it. And as all those flying creatures and objects finally flew forward, (laughs) They all just bumped into each other. What's happening, Kothunkle?
2: It seems we're stuck. In air traffic.
1: Oh, why can't we just fly higher? Or just move to the side? I
2: already thought of that. I was just trying to give you a chance to think of it so you'd feel smart.
1: Okay, good good idea, Kothunkle.
0: Thank you. "'I will fly higher and see what the problem is.'" And as Kathunkle flew up, all of the air traffic started to spread out in every direction. Traffic was thinning out until...
2: "'Oh dear, not him
0: again.'" Kathunkle had finally spied the source of all this traffic. "'Who is it, Kathunkle? "'Yo, yo, yo, dragon! What are you doing down there?' "'I'm sorry,' said the distant dragon. "'Can you guess who it was?'
2: I was hired to expand the highway, but then I just got myself tangled up in it.
0: That's right, it was Dragomax. What if world's biggest dragon? He'd been using his magic breath to add another lane to the Y-Way, but he seemed to have only added it to himself. Lanes of Waiwei were slowly uncurling from around Dracomax, but instead of falling to the ground, they were whipping wildly all over the sky.
2: Someone seems to have given this road the ability to fly.
0: Oh, I can guess who it was, said Locke to fly. Huh? I can guess who it was,
2: parroted Patchy.
0: Cuthuncle. Cuthuncle? Who is it, Cuthuncle?
2: Uh, That's the problem with having unimaginable power. (laughs) Sometimes it's uh, hard to imagine the consequences.
0: Well, when's your little magic going to wear off? Asked Carmen Cardinal, still flicking Squid Ink off of her
2: feathers. It will take a day or so.
0: Aww. (sighs) man. But right at that moment, Kurek started floating back down to the ground. First slowly, then much faster. Then Scully was falling, and Squiderella,
2: and the entire Y-Way.
0: Aw, man, this happens every time you break the rules, said Q-Rex as he plummeted towards the Earth. You briefly gained the ability to fly before hitting air traffic and plummeting to your doom? I mean, in what if, world? yeah. Even the flying creatures suddenly couldn't fly. uncle had never really fallen before. And by the time you realized what was happening, Scully and Squidarella were already out of his reach.
2: Dracomax, can you fire bubbles at all of these people? I can shoot the bubbles but i am not accurate enough to catch everyone then fire them at me and the sky darkened
0: as Cthungle grew to his greatest size and spread out with every tentacle he could summon. Just as Dracomax launched bubbles faster than rockets at the great squid beast. And all of Cthuncle's wavy arms bounced the bubbles to catch one creature or another. And the rest... She deflected to catch the Y way itself before it could crack into a million pieces on the ground. And just before Scully smacked down to the ground, he found himself inside a bubble. Mm-hmm. And so did all the other creatures and cars. And as their bubbles landed softly, they all started rolling together. Hey, we're rolling closer to the beach. Finally, we're almost there. You two realize we're still stuck in a bubble said Octofly as her bubble rolled up to stick next to Scully.
1: Well, after almost
0: being squished, being trapped in a bubble's kind of comforting. And so all the bubbles joined together under that big stretch of bubbles still holding up the road.
2: Uh Uh-oh, I was afraid this might happen. Oh, what is it now?
0: I am... Bubble Max! All the bubbles had formed into a giant bubble dragon! Hey, everybody, give it up for Bubble Max! She saved our lives! said Key Rex. Who wants to go to the beach? To
2: To
1: the beach!
2: Go to the beach!
1: Ocean! We owe you our lives. Lead the way, Bubble
0: Max! Oh!
2: Okay. Be patient with her. She was just breathed into existence.
0: Oh. Okay. And the mile-long bubble dragon slowly squeezed out from under the road, gently resettling the Y-Way. That part only took an hour. An hour? That took forever. Just
2: let me out of the bubble. We'll just walk to the beach.
0: I have to keep you safe. But we'll get there. Hey, you're learning to talk faster. What? (sighs) Said Bubble Max, ever so slowly rolling toward the beach. I knew if I broke the rules, it'd happen.
1: You'd end up missing the whole beach day while trapped inside a giant bubble monster?
2: Is it considered rude to pop a bubble person? Don't even think about it, Keith Uncle. Huh?
0: Hey, someone's bouncing a bubble. And everyone looked up. To see one of Bubble Max's smaller bubbles being passed to and fro like a beach ball. When the bubble came to you, you just smack the top of your own bubble to send it on to the next person.
2: Yay, send it over here. Oh, I'm gonna tail smack that bubble. Can Draco Max have a turn?
0: And the day's last colorful rays of sunlight streamed through that bubble as friends and strangers alike all sat in their bubble traffic together, cracking their coolers full of food and drink, sharing stories with perfect strangers, and slowly rolling toward the beach.
2: Hey, everybody.
1: We're...
0: Alright, Lola, Carmen, and Ezra, I believe. Again, sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. I hope you all enjoyed your story. Folks at home, your reviews help us to grow and help me try to do this for a living. A lot of kids have been putting in what-if questions, so I'm going to answer at least one question left as part of a review at the end of August. And I'll probably keep doing it at least once a month as a thank you to anyone who goes out of their way to help me. And if if you want an even better chance of getting your questions answered, as well as ad-free episodes released five days early in a higher quality audio, please check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. I'd like to thank Karen Marshall O'Keefe, my co-creator, Jason O'Keefe for our artwork, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you patient kids out there for waiting in lines and traffic and anywhere else. Try to make the best of those quiet moments, even though it's hard. How could you make the next boring wait a little more fun let me know and until we meet again keep wondering what if world this is